Welcome to The Winder, the weekly podcast with me, Sean Philip Naylor, and her microphone. Pour yourself a well deserved beverageino and join us as we spill the tea and recap the latest episode of Canada's Drag Race Canada versus the World. Remember to click on that subscribe button and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram at thewindup underscore pod for all the latest news and bonus content from the show. Races, start, start your, your engine. engine. Microphone, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, darling. How are you this week? I'm good. I felt really insecure about my backdrop last week, so I decided to level up and hang a mirror ball. <laughs> See, I, I put a different backdrop behind me this week. Um... I think I'm going to play around with them each week just to work out which one I like the best. Um, this it. one's like a shiny metallic black fabric. Um, I also moved where I am this week to try and see if it works better. And the reason why you can see my ring light behind you is because I'm on my mirror. <laughs> and I didn't realize this fabric was see-through. But it's just your halo. That's all. It's your halo. I'm Beyonce. You can see your halo, halo, halo. Um, and I'm probably just going to stick with this because I think it's kind of cute. I like it. Okay. So what are you drinking today, Miss Maya? Oh, okay. So, I mean, we are called the wind up because normally we are drinking wine. However, she's had a um an interesting week so far. So I'm drinking a delicious new, we're going to call it, well, it's an RTD. It's a ready to drink. A cutwater lime margarita. Um, amazing and strong and i can't actually say what it is because you know rsa regulations etc um delicious mm. what about you? It. i am drinking a giant uh gin and tonic but it has some of that um you call it mika powder don't know if you'll be able to see it on camera but it makes it, it go... like listening swirls through it yeah like it goes she goes iridescent and like pretty is it blue gin or is the powder blue? It's a blue gin. The powder is also slightly blue, but blue What's gin. What's the gin? It's just called blue gin. Oh. Yeah. It's nice. Okay. It tastes like I mean, gin, but Smurfs. I was going to say it looks, just looks like you're drinking a bucket of Smurf cum, but sure. God, because it's glistening too. Love it. I love yeah, that for me. Iridescent Smurf cum. Oh, it's perfect. Oh, it's going to be one of those episodes. I think it is. So uh, let's jump straight in to uh, the oh. outcome of last week's episode. Oh, okay, yeah. let's, let's, let's start with one of the positive notes of this week's episode. Okay, so she was not keen, guys. She was not keen. Um, so obviously last week we said see you later to Miss Kendall Jenner as she sashayed away. Gender. Gender. Oh, my God. Kendall we Jenner. haven't cheers to the episode yet. Let's do that yeah. before we get to uh, cheers. Cheers. Yeah, Miss Kendall Gender. Um, sad to see her go. Obviously, felt like she probably could have done it better, but at the same time, she did struggle last week. So, rightfully so. True that. Uh, Stephanie was saved, and yeah, like it was last week was like an okay opener. I mean, it was a. Exactly. It was an okay opening. It wasn't like the greatest showing, um, but it was, I, I did see a funny little clip. I mean, it's only been two episodes, a funny little clip today 
which was um, a compilation of Silky reacting to the celebrity guests by pretending to know who they are. So like last week with Angelina and this week with Justin Trudeau. Yeah. And just with her just going. <laughs> she has no idea who they are. I love it. Um, so Stephanie is here to stay and she is here to win. This is what she did tell us. Um, we'll just go with glad that. Glad she's not a fortune teller. <laughs> very glad she's not a fortune teller. Um, she also did get in a little strife very early on with um, Victoria Scone. So this was interesting that Victoria called it out. So I didn't remember Stephanie saying this in season one, um, not season one, well, her first season, sorry, season two of Canada's Drag Race where she called herself fishy. Um, personally, as a drag queen, I get told that's what I do a lot, but I don't refer to myself as fishy. Um, I'm just very femme presenting because I learned a very long time ago that the term fishy is very offensive. Um, but I'm grateful that Victoria brought it up to educate because Stephanie had no idea that, you know, AFAB queens don't appreciate the term. Um, so without having these conversations, people don't know and people can't learn. So it's good that she brought it up. Although I do have a feeling that it was very producer driven. Right. Let's get some content out of you girls. You're being too nice. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so we then get Brooklyn Heights comes in for a visit wearing some like pale minty outfit that goes equally terribly with her mullet. And she introduces us to a mini challenge this week, which I have a question for you as a drag queen and somebody who obviously wants, you know, you watch all of RuPaul's Drag Race, all of the different in in incarnations of Drag Race you aspire to hopefully maybe go on there at some point mm. um is reading a new concept like obviously oh, no, it's no, not no. obviously it's not but i feel like every time i watch it no one knows what they're doing nobody knows how uh, to do it reading reading is an art form reading is a skill it is hard to read someone without coming across just like a plain old cunt um mm -hmm. It's true. Um, All Stars in the US has a habit of having the reading challenge in the very first episode. So when all queens first come back while they're still in their drag, they have the reading challenge. That I can understand purely because most of these queens know each other, they've worked with each other. Like it's the first thing. The Versus the World franchise, I feel like the reading challenge should be left like a normal season until a little bit later. Because yeah, most they these... don't know any, each other yet, really. They, Only what they've it, seen on their other um if they've seen each other yeah like there's no guarantee that they've watched each other's seasons so i do feel like the reading challenge should have been left till a little bit later for the queens to warm up to each other to get to know each other because every single one of their reads was trash oh they were bad so i found out there's only been one season where the reading challenge was never aired because it was just that bad that RuPaul even declared that there was no winner and that they weren't going to air it. And that was season 12. The one that Jada Essence Hall won. Where you now had I need to see it. Uh, hiding closet 
all of them. So the reading challenge was apparently that bad that RuPaul declared no winner and they were chose not to air it. Um, it's been the only time. This was a very close second. It was, by God, it was fucking terrible. Um, I didn't laugh at a single one. Like, it was... I can't even remember a single one. Like, I mean, I watched it not long ago. Like, I rewatched the episode before doing this. Yeah. It's they... just every single one of them, like, Brooklyn was laughing awkwardly. Like, not laughing because they were funny, more laughing because she was going, what the fuck did you just say? And all the other queens are sort of just standing there like, huh, huh, huh. I mean, Anita wins the reading challenge, but only because hers was slightly more. Well, like Brooklyn said, the, what was it? She was the, the best of the worst. But yeah, Anita was best of the worst. Like the rest of them was just, it was literally one of the worst reading challenges ever. Um, they should have, they should have let, like I said, left it till later so their queens could have warmed up to each other, got to know each other, can make it more enjoyable, but it was way too early. Read me, bitch. Read you. Why the fuck not? <laughs> Where do you want me to begin? Um, I mean, it's clear that you've obviously got to drink that big because you're as thirsty as your hair is. Oh my God, it's funny because it's true. It's See, that's dry. what I mean. It's drier than a nun's hoochie. Yeah, drier than a nun's cunt. Um, that's the thing is reading comes, reading obviously always comes from a sense of truth. So it's got to be something realistic. You can't just make something up and like, it doesn't work. It's got to come from some sort of sense, but it's also going to be done in a way where the person being read can understand that it is just banter. Yeah. Like me just straight up calling you a fucking cunt is not a read. That's an insult. But like I said, me saying, you know, your hair is thirsty, that's a read. Or me saying, um, it's quite nice that you match your skin to your shirt this week. Yes. It's Wednesday. We wear pink. Pink hair. Yes. Pink lips. Um, <laughs> but that's what I mean. That's That sort of stuff is a read. Like, because it's clever, it's banter, it's fun. Like, me just going... Hmm, you've got a shit face. That's not a read. Like, and that's not real, by the way. You've got a shit no. <laughs> like it's gotta there's gotta be some sort of like humor to it. It's gotta be some sort of banter, and the queen has to understand. Like, me and a fellow like a lot of my fellow other queens here on the Gold Coast, whenever we see each other, we read each other. But we all know that it is just banter and just playful. Like it's there's no realism to it. Yeah. You can always tell when there is a sense of realism to it because the reads are not funny. They're very like, this is a personal attack. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, not good. So we had the mini challenge, which was the reading challenge, and everybody is clearly illiterate. Um, with then... A, Brooklyn even says there's a global, like, literacy problem or literacy crisis. I do. I'm going to cut to it now in case I forget to mention it later on. But when Justin Trudeau comes to visit the queens absolutely love that but when <laughs> it's like when do I get to meet Rue and then Brooklyn's like you've won the reading challenge sashay away like and it's even more hilarious because he was funnier than all the other queens yes <laughs> although I did find I did find that whole interaction very awkward 
Like when Brooklyn was like, let me introduce you to all our queens. That was not necessary. Yeah, like like we we get it. He's going to have to meet them, but we've already met them. And that's just, yeah, We as an audience, we don't really need to see that. I mean, some of them said the funniest things they've said all so far in the show. What you got there? Sorry, I could hear, I could hear the tape peeling. <laughs> and I was like, don't you dare fucking fall down. <laughs> don't take me out of the illusion, Maya. Don't take me out of the illusion. Um, so what's the, what's the maxi challenge? Ah, yes. So maxi challenge this week, I had mixed feelings when it was announced. Um, yeah. It was the Snatch Game, and we are attending our first annual Snatch Summit. Okay, so I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion because I know a lot of people feel the same, but unpopular opinion. The Snatch Game needs to be retired. It's done. It's no longer funny. It's just, it's awkward. The Queens always pick celebrities that they can't make funny. Um, Like, it's just... I haven't seen a good snatch game in years. And I'm meaning good as in where everyone does really well and it's a hard one to, you know, pick who's going to win. Like every single year there are more terrible, terrible snatches than there are amazing ones. Mm -hmm. I would have to agree with you. So just to recap, uh, Queen's Vanity is Spice, Steph. Oh, never heard of her no no I, I haven't either but I appreciated her energy I, I will say we are both white Australians so I'm not surprised I actually let's as we go through you say who they are and we'll say if they did good or bad um I think Vanity did okay like she was funny but I didn't get I didn't know who she was referencing so I didn't know like whether or not she's literally just saying what Spice says or whether or not she's, you know, making her funny. Um, yeah. Yeah, look, I thought she was good. Um, definitely, definitely not the worst on the panel this week. Um, next we had Stephanie, who was Cardi B. Oh, you mean Cardi Flat. Um, like, I was... I don't know what I was expecting, but I definitely don't think she did the greatest like she I didn't do good at all she basically did everything brooklyn told her not to do when being that character like at no point as well did she go do the whole cardi b like uh, like i know cardi b for always sticking her fucking tongue out um see i would have also referenced a lot of those little random cardi b memes just being like what is that what the fuck is that yeah like, she just made the noises. And not even, and didn't even do them well. No, she was super annoying. I was not impressed. Uh, didn't no. really care for it. Sorry, Stephanie. Definitely, uh, definitely worthy of the bottom two placement. Mm -hmm. Rita Bega was Gilda. Okay, obviously I had no idea who she was portraying again, um, but because she was portraying a famous French Canadian drag queen. So anyone outside of Montreal or Quebec in general would probably not know who this person is. Um, I mean, she was funny. Like I laughed a little bit at her, but again, I didn't understand who she was portraying. So I 
couldn't get as invested into it as I would have liked. Yeah, can't really comment, um, I guess, whether or not she was good or bad. Fucking stay. She's just showing off her custom earrings. Oh, uh, no, if I wanted to do that, I would just be like, what did you say? What? 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 What is that? Huh? Um, up next, it's talking about terrible snatches. Adele. So disappointing. Anita Wigglet. What were you thinking? Who she, were you? Was That was not Adele. She did so well on Down Under Season 1 as Queen Elizabeth. Like, she made Queen Elizabeth funny. Like, Adele just... Uh, although, so Brooklyn tweeted after the episode a side-by-side image of Anita's Adele and her Celine, and I was like, oh, that, yeah, I love that. That's hilarious. Um, I I also feel bad because Anita thought she did so well. Yeah. Like, she was, she was adamant that she was, like, one of the top ones. She's like, I did so well. I'm like, in what realm? Like, there was... There was no, like, even the accent was off. Like, oh, it was. What was the, sh- like, the, 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 like, sh- sound in it instead of her S's? Like, and that's not, didn't seem to be in it just like a normal Anita thing. That seemed to be added. No, I think she was trying to portray, like, that whole, like, very Cockney British accent that Adele has. I know how Adele sounds very much like the Hello, governor, how are you doing? Yeah, top of the morning, sort of. That was atrocious <laughs> as well. Common um, as muck, was, Adele. She's as common as muck. Well, but hey, my my accent just then was better than Anita's was. Well, yes. Um, like, she's very much like that. And Anita was just, if I was Adele, I would be personally offended. Maybe she is, because we know that Adele loves the drag queens. So what was watch. that hair? That wasn't, that, yeah, no. That wasn't Adele hair. She literally just chucked a wig on. There was no styling to it. And I'm, I'm notorious for chucking a wig on straight out of a bag, but that was just, no, it was, do you know what, no, you know what that was? That wasn't Adele. That was Adele Dezine. Please tell me you understand the reference I made. I don't understand the reference. That was what John Travolta called Idina Menzel when he announced her at. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was, that wasn't <laughs> That's Adele. That's exactly who that was. That was Adele Dezine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Silky did her best Lizzo for us. Did she? Well, it might have been her best Silky Lizzo. Was Silky. Huh? Silky was Silky, yeah. Silky. Who I think Rita said that Silky was Silky. Like she was like, I kind of see Lizzo, but all I hear is Silky. Like she did the same on her season when she portrayed T.S. Madison um, for Snatch Game. Like Silky was, it was just Silky. Like. And I get that because, yeah, Silky can be funny. She can be, you know, boisterous and it can work for Snatch Game. But there was no Lizzo-isms. Like, Lizzo's not... Lizzo's a bold personality, but she's not in your face all the time. Yeah. There was no... I didn't get many Lizzo references or Lizzo-isms. There was, like, references to Lizzo's songs, but like didn't really wouldn't... Lizzo. If you wanted to make it funny, I would have made Lizzo play the flute with her fucking pussy. It was funny when the flute came out, when they were all twerking, but that was about as funny as it got. Speaking of funny, in my personal opinion, the funniest one of the lot was Isis as Donatella. Hands down, best of the night. 
I loved her sitting there being like, when Brooklyn's like, is there anything that you wouldn't do? And she's like, the color orange. I thought you loved orange. I do, but not on you. I thought you were a pelican. <laughs> or, no, when she's like, it's Donatella Versace, not Donatella Versace. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, you've, that's it. You've won, like, 100%. 100%. So we also had Victoria Scone as Kim Woodburn. Are you familiar with Kim? I am a little, but only because of UK Drag Race. Um, oh, she's been a guest judge, hasn't she, or something? No, no, no. Just several queens have portrayed her. Oh, really? Um, I thought she was a yeah. guest judge on there once. I don't think so. I don't remember her being a judge. Maybe she has been. Wouldn't we'll surprise get... me if she had been. Um, but yeah, Victoria Scone as Kim Woodburn, like it was okay. It wasn't the greatest. Um, she looked like her, yes. And I mean, she already sounded like her. Well, I think that's which... why it's too... Motherfuck. Too easy. These aren't these aren't even bubbly. There's no bubbles to them. Surely there's bubbles. They're in a can. No, it's it's flat because it's just a margarita in a can. Um, and finally we had Raja as Big Frida. Mm, yeah, look. Again, she did okay. Um, I'm familiar with Big Frida to an extent. Um, she did obviously she didn't have the voice down because Raja's voice is a lot higher pitched than Big Frida's voice is. Like Big Frida has a deep, deep voice. Not like me. Or me. <laughs> <laughs> um why? Because we're F words. Um can't say Fun. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Snatch Game, the Snatch Summit was terrible and thankfully nobody was winning any points for this one. The, the other thing as well is apart from the fact that I'm so done with the snatch game format, I also hate when they try and reinvent the wheel with this whole like on the all-star seasons they've tried snatch game of love. So like the match game where you've got one celebrity behind a wall and you've got three celebrities. So the Queens and personating celebrities on the other side doing the whole matching thing. They've tried that. They've also briefly tried um like one of their old 70s shows, um, you know, where they were popping out of the walls. Oh, yeah. Uh, they tried that and it failed. And now they're trying to snatch something. Like, it, it just doesn't work. Like, Snatch Game is done. Let's retire that challenge. It's had its time. Get rid of it completely and replace it with something different. Find some other way. If you desperately want the queens to impersonate celebrities, find some other way to incorporate it into something else. Just... Snatch Game is, ugh, it's not been good for a long time and it's not going to get good anytime soon. Um, yeah, time to move on from the Snatch Game, everybody. We'll, we'll, we'll help. We'll go first. So after Snatch Game, we are on the runway already and we are with, no, I'm lying to you. We're not on the runway. Sorry, I, my note was Brooklyn's look, but we go back to the workroom and this is where we actually get some time with Justin Trudeau. Oh yeah, this brief pit where Brooklyn walks in looking amazing. And then I can't remember, is it Sylvie or is it Brad? Like, I like the jeans, but I didn't like the jeans from behind. Oh, I thought the jeans were fine. I can't remember which queen called her out for wearing jeans. And I'm like, bitch, she's obviously in the middle of getting ready for the runway. So she just had to chuck a look on, but also too. I'm like, obviously I'm a very femme presenting queen as we've already discussed. And I love a good casual look. Like mm. I've heard, years in jeans and some heels and just a nice top 
Why? Because it's simple, it's easy, I can pay. Um, it's elegant, like real women wear jeans. Like drag queens, yes, are supposed to be over the top. Um, Did you glitch? No, no, I got a message where someone was just like, should we come to trivia tonight? I was like, so subject. Um, yeah, I liked Brooklyn's look. Yeah, then we got Justin Trudeau, obviously in that very awkward interaction. Um, but it was good right, to have him. Yeah. What? Hmm? What were you going to say? I was just saying it was good to have him as like a world leader who's come to hang out with the Queens. 100%. He's the first world leader to have ever appeared on the franchise. Yeah, so that's important. And he and was nice to, like, he was having fun with them when, they, you know, they were obviously being lewd drag queens and uh, um, he could handle his own. When Stephanie went, hey, daddy, I was like, oh, oh yeah, that was cringe. No, no. I mean, we all thought it about Justin Trudeau and his, like, very prominent centerpiece um actually no his butt his butt gets more attention than anything else because he's got a fucking bubble butt well like, it's like he said it isis hate to see you leave but i love to watch you walk away oh like straight boy butt um but did you notice when they cut to the runway it was a very like i mean obviously the guests walked out brooklyn walked out looking stunning as usual um what was her look this week? I've completely forgotten. Oh, I can tell you exactly who she was. She was this week. I don't know why I'm pulling on my hair. This week, Brooklyn showed up dressed as um, from Beauty and the Beast, Lumiere the Candelier. She showed up dressed as his feather duster girlfriend. Did she? Why have I completely gone blank? On, oh, I've completely gone blank on, well, last week but this week's look because i've already seen a photo of what she looks like this week coming ah uh, okay so yeah no this week that we're reviewing she wore like it was like a black bodice but she had like big white fluffy around <gasps> her breast yep. big white fluffy around her waist big white yes. fluffy on her head yes no i still love that that was gorgeous um that's the thing that i love as well is everyone keeps reading rue just being like brooklyn has been out serving rue on the runways for years which is true. Uh, seriously, you need to go back and watch Canada season one, two, and three and see Brooklyn's look. Even if you just see like what Brooklyn's wearing, Brooklyn has been serving it on the runway for seasons. Rue could never, which is probably a bad thing that I say that because otherwise I'm not going to get Well, I mean, Rue could and Rue did. Maybe Rue's just like, I've done all that. You should still be doing it. Like, still serve for the children, still give them looks, still serve fucking cunt on the runway. Like your show, yes, but still like, don't get lazy and complacent. Um, but Brooklyn Leah looked fucking stunning, but both I and Brock, my housemate noticed as well, it cut really quickly. So normally Brooklyn goes, we did the snatch game and this week on the runway, it's this theme, um, made the best woman win. That was randomly cut out and just cut to straight to them oh, sitting that's down. right. You're right. Because she does the Rue thing. Yeah, but that didn't happen this week. It True. It randomly was cut. And I think it was cut for time. Right. Yeah, um, that would make sense. And the theme was Celestial Bodies. Celestial Bodies. Which I was intrigued by. I was very interested to see what everyone was coming out with. Um, 
I can't remember the order they came out with. So that's well, I can help you with that. I made notes. As, as a as a good podcaster should. Correct. So, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm just here. Um, first one out was Silky with her puppet puppet Again. dragon. That was was it blowing smoke? Yes. Yeah, the dragon that was blowing smoke. Yes. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, out of his nose. Um, yeah. yeah, look, liked the dragon, liked her face. What's funny? What happened? Sorry, I'm just getting I'm just getting another message that came oh. through, and I'm, I forgot. Sorry, what were you saying? Silky, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Silky with her dragon. Loved her face. Loved the dragon. Didn't love her. She was wearing like a spandexy. Looked like the galaxy. It was kind of just like boring didn't, didn't love the fact that it was like a leotard like mm. suit seat uh, well not even a pants it was like a it was like span- a leotard just like a spandex leotard more unitard yes and i would have preferred if it was a dress um or actually no yeah a dress it, yeah it should have been a dress <laughs> I think it, I, I don't know what happened, but I had to get another drink. Cheers. Take two. 137. So before, so before before we were so rudely cut off by technology and the internet, we were discussing Silky's look. We both hated the unitard. Um, I think it should have been a dress. And then it's up to who Raja. What Sorry, Raja that was like wear? really like uh Raja, she came out in like the black, almost like a pantsuit with like a puffy, what do we call that? Peplum kind of vibe. And then she had all of the silver. So she was like a star yes. emerging from yes. the black hole. And she had those like Spock silver ears and those yep. cool glasses that she took off as she had like I yeah. liked it a lot. I mean, I do remember saying to you that Raj is going to bring it to the runway last mm-hmm. week. Um, and I feel like she definitely did this week. Um, she looked amazing. Um, sorry, don't mind me. I'm just adjusting things as we're talking. Um, yeah, I think she looked amazing. Raja will constantly bring looks and is going to look stunning regardless. Um, I think she's an under underrated look queen, in my opinion. She's a classy bitch. She is. So stepping out after Miss Raja is Miss Anita Wigglet representing oh, Australia. Amazing. I think one of the best looks of the night. Um, and I'm it. just saying because she's wrapping down under. Like the half, like the crescent moon on her face with the stars coming off and then the black gown with the like star detailing in certain parts. I think she looks phenomenal. Um, and also like when it comes to wigs, I'm not always a fan of like the big, particularly like the big plasticky looking wigs. The loads, uh, yeah. Yes. Um, but I love this one. Okay. So we loved Anita Wiglet. After Anita, we had Rita Baker giving us Goddess of the Sun. 
So she had like those like big fiery yeah, yeah. bits coming out. I mean, I didn't hate it. Hate it. Like I enjoyed it. Um, I think she looks good. Um, was it my favorite? No. Did I, did I, what, didn't hate it? Yeah. Yeah. Like it wasn't the worst. None of them, although none of them were really bad. Like they were all okay this oh. week, really. Mm. Um, with Rita though, the thing I have with her is that she always just reminds me of like, you know, everybody has an auntie called Carol. I actually do. And ironically, she doesn't remind me of my auntie Carol, but she just seems like she's, you know, somebody's awkward aunt. So after Rita, our goddess of the sun, it was Stephanie Prince. And she was giving us that she had like the long blonde hair. One eye was white. One eye was black. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was a cool look. I liked it. Her look was stunning. If she had it done better in the snatch game, I think she would have been safe because mm-hmm. um, the look was 100%. Actually, both her and Anita, the look was enough to have saved them from the bottom if they had done slightly better. Well, Anita did so well, <laughs> so well in the reading challenge that she won it. So you would have thought that they might have taken that into consideration, but I guess when everybody's oh, reads are that bad. I know, the, the, the mini challenge never plays into part on the final decision. Um, yeah, I think both Anita and Stephanie's looks, like Stephanie looks stunning, but she did so poorly that it wasn't enough to save her. Um, I definitely think she had a better look than some others. So mm-hmm. for, I definitely think her look was 10 times better than Silky's, um, and slightly better than Raja's. Um, but yeah, she still did not the greatest to take her from the bottom. Like it's disappointing because I definitely think she could have been like Brooklyn even said that she's a hundred percent a look queen and Brooklyn's excited every time Stephanie's about to hit the runner going, Oh, what's she going to wear next? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm disappointed that we're obviously not going to see more from her for the season. Spoiler alert. So next up oh. was Vanity. Well, I mean, watched it anyway, sorry. Watch it. Uh, Vanity Milan. And she looked super cute in her little, I don't know what she was supposed to be, but I got like, it was nice. She had like that really nice, like metallic green, like bodysuit thingy with like leotard kind of vibe. And then it had all these big, like wispy spikes coming off of it and off of the like a mohawked headpiece. Gonna lie, I completely forgot her runway. Um, Don't remember it at all which shows how memorable it was. Um, I can't comment on that because I literally can't remember it. Okay. Sorry, Vanity. Victoria Scun. Um, she was giving us intergalactating. <laughs> made me chuckle. Uh, satin superstar. I was going to say, I'm like, this was gorgeous. Satin's mm. rings um, with the headpiece and then the bodysuit where it had the rings flowing around it like that was stunning the photo shoot she did with it i haven't looked at the girls photo shoots yet the photo shoot she did with it made it look 10 times even (sighs) better um like if she had it in slightly better at snatch game i think this could have been a win for her right okay and um after victoria it was miss isis 
Again, uh, a strong look from her. Like, Isis is proving why she won season two and why she's a top contender to take out this one as well. Like, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, she looks amazing. Hate her for it. <laughs> Not that she cares what some random Australian drag queen has to say, but right? still. She's like, I've got my money, honey. Um, so we were then after the runway, after a little bit of a critique, we were presented with our tops, our bottoms. Um, the tops this week were Raja and I, I was gonna say, read it. No, Raja yeah. and um, Isis. Thank you. Why was I blanking on her name? Why know we literally just spoke about her. I was in there going, the one that did Donatella, who the fuck was it? Like, <laughs> Um, yeah, Raja and Isis top two. I agree with Isis. Do I agree with Raja? I mean, considering the rest was so bad, maybe. Um, well, I they think... were taking it on runway look and snatch game. So I feel like I feel like Raja, Rita, and possibly Victoria. Yeah, uh, were all as equally as good as each other in both aspects. Um, so I feel like it could have gone to any of them. I'm not mad that Rajna got it um, against Isis. Um, but yeah, I think at the bottom two, we had Anita and Stephanie. Not surprised there. Um, based on runway though, like both girls had better runways, but they were both just shit house. I think their snatch game really let them down. Yeah. Um, again, I think... So Silky's runway, the dragon head was impressive. The rest of this outfit was not. Yeah. Uh, so she could have easily landed in the bottom because her snatch game wasn't the greatest either. Uh, who else do we have? Vanity, yeah. Vanity's runway, I mean, I forgot it completely. Um, I mean, she had a strong showing on snatch game, but runway could have easily landed her in the bottom. Um, that's the one thing that I think I like about this season is the fact that it's so, there's no, I mean, apart from Isis, there's no clear distinction between all the queens. They're all very much on an even playing field. Which I think is what you want from a show like this. Like if you're going to bring back, yeah, you want them to kind of, it's going to be harder to win. Mm. Absolutely. As it should be. Yeah. So after our tops and our bottoms, we have a lip sync. So Isis and Raja are lip syncing this week to Avril Lavigne's Skater Boy. And they both have new looks and Maya so, has opinions. So that's a, that's a common thing, especially in an all-star season is when you talk to you get to lip sync, lip sync, they get to change their outfits into something that they can perform in. So whereas opposed to a normal season, you're stuck performing in whatever you're wearing. Yeah. And all stars, you get to change to something that's more performance friendly. Um, how do you like? Do you, you think they know? Like, how far in advance do you think they know the songs that they're lip syncing to? We haven't had any tea with Maya this week, so do you got anything? Oh, okay. You know it. Is it an earthquake? <laughs> no, it was me backing into my wardrobe. <laughs> um, no, I do have tea on this. Um, so the queens know which song is going to be used as a lip sync song as they start filming for that episode. So 
at the very start of the season, they're giving an, they're given a iPod with all of the lip sync songs on it, but they don't know what order it's going to come out. And then right. as they start, as they start filming that week's episode, uh, they're then told that the lip sync song for this day is going to be this song. Very rarely does it change at last minute. So a perfect example of this is back in season five, four, five. Which one did Jinx win? Five. Back in season five, when Jinx won soon won, the legendary lip sync between her and Detox for Malumbo number five. Oh, Malumbo number one. Whatever it was. Malumbo something. The wow, wow, wow. That one. Okay. Um, Detox has come out saying the original lip sync song for that episode was En Vogue's Don't Let Go. <gasps> Amazing and song. changed it last minute to Malumbo number whatever it is because that song works in Jinx's favour. So very rarely do they actually change the song at last minute, but the Queens are usually told the day of when they're filming that week's episode that this is going to be the lipstick song, so they at least can learn it ready to go. Right, because the reason I was asking was in terms of looks that they both presented, Isis was very much in that rocker chick kind of... Well, so like her look went with the song i i don't think this lip sync was very good i think both of them did oh all yeah um i do think it's also an odd choice i mean granted yes so canada's drag race typically picks canadian performers or canadian artists for the lip sync songs so not surprising that they're choosing canadian performers for lip sync songs for all for versus the world so Avril, obviously but i definitely think there's better Avril songs that they could have chosen. Oh, 100%. Girlfriend would have been better. 100%. I was just about to say girlfriend. Girlfriend, 100% could have been a better choice. Um, I mean, I did I did love her entire first album, Let Go. Um, oh, my God. But- I punched my sister in her face because she told me that Avril Lavigne was shit on that first album. Like, legit. I was, tell- I was telling go- somebody the other day. Let Go is one of our Avril's best. Um mm. But Skater Boy definitely, like, Complicated would have been better than doing Skater Boy. Um, losing Grip would have been better than doing Skater Boy. Uh, My World would have been better than doing Skater Boy. Like, Skater Boy is one of her worst songs. I mean, it's one of her most well-known songs, but I definitely don't think it was... It, look, put it this way, it was not a good lip sync. Um, Isis did do the better out, out of her and Raja, but I, not the best showing. Not the best showing at all. So um, with that in mind, mentioning that Isis did do the best, she did, judges agreed, she is the winner of the lip sync. And I was, after the um, part where the girls were kind of pleading their cases to the, the top two, I was really unsure who Isis would send home if she won. I really thought it might have been Anita. No, so I think because of how heavily Anita was edited this episode. So the fact that she won the reading challenge, she was heavily, you know, edited, etc. I kind of figured that they're not going to send her home just yet. Um, because if they were to send her home, I think it would have been very much a, a downfall for the season. I guess. Well, then they've got four Canadian queens that they kind of have at their disposal, really. Yeah. 
And if you got one Australian, or sorry, she's a Kiwi, so one from down under, mm. then if you rule down under out now, it's too early in the game. Like they've got to oh, off a couple of those Canadian I, queens first. I think also as well, production would have had a hand in that because by eliminating Anita so early, what they're essentially doing is saying down under is not worthy of competing against the rest of the world. Yes. So I think the same thing happened with UK versus the world because you only had one person from Thailand, which was Pangina, one person from Holland, which was Jenny Decay. Um, whereas you had several queens from the US and from UK and from Canada. Um, I think very much it's a case of by having only one representative of a certain country, if you eliminate them too early, what you're essentially saying is their drag doesn't hold up to everyone else's, which essentially discredits an entire country. And you can't do that so early on in the competition. Yeah. Whereas having four queens in this competition by eliminating two in the first two weeks, perfectly fine. They've still got two left. Yeah, 100%. So whereas from this week coming now um, on, it's fair game for all because you've got two from Canada, you've got two from US, you've got two from UK, and you've got one from down under. So Stephanie leaves the stage. She gets to sashay away. And I did, the funniest thing she's ever done is stand on that back wall and go, I have no exit line. I did like that. Yeah, it was cute. I Thank you for tuning into the wind up. This has been the wind up episode two of Canada <laughs> versus the world. I have been Sean Philip Naylor and she has been microphone. Don't forget. To some extent. To what? So to some extent. To some extent she has been microphone. Don't forget that you can follow the podcast on Instagram at the windup underscore pod. Obviously we're on YouTube because that's where you're watching this. If you're hearing us, that's because you're listening to us on Spotify. So well done you. Um uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Sean Official. You can follow her on Instagram at my phone. Thanks for tuning into the wind up. We're drunk. We'll see you next week. We're not drunk, we're just merry. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>